you know that we are that fishing boat, yeah. um, you know, bringing fish, right. or, uh, or as Jesus said to Peter, you know, fishes of men to bring people into his kingdom. Amen? Amen. And, you know, just going through this scripture where Paul was speaking to Timothy and he said, And the things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, coming these to faithful men who also will be able to teach others also. So you see three parts over here. Paul is saying, The things that you have heard from me among many witnesses, coming these to faithful men, and what this faithful man will be able to teach others. You see that chain. So when we all are involved in discipling, mentoring and helping others, and in return they will mentor and disciple others, I'm telling you we will see great things happening amongst us. Amen? We'll see great things happening amongst us. You know, and as I said, you know, God has called us, God has given us that gifting and calling. But one thing, remember, this is not my church or your church, it is His church. He's building His church. And when we know that, you know, that it, it is His church, He's building His church, you know, we will all be working together for His kingdom, for His glory. And there won't be any strife. There won't be any kind of insecurity because whatever we have, gifting and calling God has given us, you know, it is He who has done it for us and we are using it in His kingdom. Amen? Amen. You know, after the church service later in the evening, I thought about, um, you know, just getting some takeaway for us and I needed some money uh, for that. And, uh, oh. <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> you are sitting there and wondering what's happening here. You know, what is he talking about? You know, this was a setup. <laughs> this was a setup. I had given before the service this 20 pounds going to Cyrus and said, when I say this, you come and give me that money. Now the point I want to bring home is this. You know, Cyrus had no problem, you know, when I said this, to give that money to me because it belonged to him. Without any hesitancy, he just came and gave that money to me because it already belonged to me. In the same way, the ministry, gifting that God has given us, it belongs to God. And when God says, hey, you know, we will not have any insecurity or that strife or that hesitancy to do that. Amen? Amen. Because it is His church. Are you with me? You know, just quickly I want to share this morning to you from Nehemiah. Now Nehemiah, you know, God had called him to build the wall of Jerusalem. The wall of Jerusalem was broken down, it was in ruins and, you know, there was a danger for the people of Israel because enemies could come any time and attack them. 
But the problem was that nobody was willing to take the responsibility to build the wall of Jerusalem. Because maybe for different reasons, you know, maybe some people, you know, they have this apathy. You know, it is like lack of, what is apathy? It is lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. And it was kind of, they got used to living in that situation with a broken wall around them. And nobody could touch that. Maybe some people thought, maybe you can do it, or they can do it. It is their job, it is this one's job. And maybe blaming each other, and nobody took that step to build the wall of Jerusalem. So and so, the scripture says in Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 14, Then I went on to the fountain gate, and to the king's pool, and there was no room for the animal under me to pass. In other words, Nehemiah saying, so much of ruins and rubbish was around you know that even my donkey cannot pass by and then even Judah says in chapter 4 verse 10 the strength of the laborers is failing and there is so much rubbish that we are not able to build the wall you know in this past two years the whole world has gone through difficult times with this pandemic. And especially the church where we could meet together and you know it was a lot of challenge for the leaders and the pastors uh, to run the church. And I have been preaching in different churches in different parts of the world, you know, in uh, India and Egypt and in different forums around the world I have been preaching and talking to the Christian leaders and it was like as if that apathy has come lack of interest and as if we have lost that fire you know and, and that's the situation here in Nehemiah's time and that's what Judah says, the strength of the laborers is failing. Why? Because there is so much rubbish that we are not able to build a wall. Sometimes we look at the situation and look at the things that goes on around and we wonder, can really God move? We believe God can do it, but really do we believe from our heart that God can do and do great things? Sometimes in our own personal life, there are so much of rubbish. So much of rubbish, rubbish. And we wonder, how can this mess be sorted out? How can this mess be sorted out? And that's what Judah was looking at the problem. He was looking at all the rubbish around him. And he, was, he almost had given up, had put his hands up and says, we don't think we can do it. And sometimes church can be in that place where we lose that faith and think that we are not able to do it. And you know what? We need to get rid of old rubbish. And Nehemiah chapter 2 verse 17, Nehemiah says, Then I said to them, You see the distress that we are in. 
how Jerusalem lies waste and its gates are burnt with fire. Again, he's speaking about the throne that is over there. And you can just imagine what must be going on in Nehemiah's mind. When he's looking at the problem, when he's looking at the lack of interest that people are having, and when he's looking at this unbelief that people are having that, you know, nothing can be done. And he has to stir up those people, you know, to do something about that situation is to build the wall of Jerusalem. And you know what Nehemiah did? He shared the task. Nehemiah 2.17 says, Come and let us build the wall of Jerusalem that we may no longer be reproached. What did he say? Come, let us build. He didn't say, Come, or he didn't say, Let me build. But he said, Come, let us build. Today, church, I want to say this to you. Come, let us build this church with the help of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us all together build this church. You know that we will bring an impact in this community. We will see the kingdom of God growing. The purpose that this church exists in this place is to fulfill the mandate that Jesus Christ has given us, the great commission that Jesus Christ has given us. To go and make disciples of all nations, to go and preach the gospel. Amen? Amen. And that's why it is so appropriate that we are that fishing boat and not the cruise line. Amen? And then we need to depend on God. Nehemiah 2.20 it says, So I answered them and said to them, The God of heaven himself will prosper us, and therefore we, his servants, will arise and build. We need to depend on God. It is not with our own strength, but it is what God gives us that strength we can do through it. Amen. Amen. And he says, you know, that we will prosper. Now, let me tell you, you know, if you read book of Nehemiah, it was not easy for him to build that wall of Jerusalem. There was Tobia, there was Sanbala, there was Arabs who came to discourage them. Even they came and said, you know, the wall that they are going to build, you know, even if a fox walks on it, it's going to fall down. And they were undermining what they were doing. And even they plotted against Nehemiah to kill him. And he had such a great opposition, but in the midst of that opposition, you know, he says, the God of heaven himself will prosper us. Therefore, we his servants will arise and build. And then we work in God's energy. And he says, I told them of the hand of God which was good upon me. So they strengthened their hands for this good work. And then we see there was a teamwork. And that's what I would like to see that happening in this church. We work together as a team. You know, work together as a team. You know, the scripture here says they build as far as the power of Muhammad, next to Eliashev. You know, it goes on next to them, next to them they repair, next to them. About 14 times next to them is mentioned in Nehemiah. 14 times. 
You know, it shows that they were next to each other, encouraging one another and building that wall together. Building the wall together. And then I'm just quickly going through the scriptures and then making prayer a priority, especially when we face any challenges. You know, when Nehemiah faced the challenges, what did he do? He prayed. Now, when you read the Bible in the Old Testament, New Testament, whenever any men and women of God they face challenges in their life, difficult situation in their life, what do they do? They pray. There is power in prayer, people of God. And prayer is something the enemy will like to keep you away from. And that's why Jesus even struggled with his own disciples in the Garden of Gethsemane. You know, when he asked his disciples, you know, watch and pray. And when he went and prayed, and when he came back, what did he find? They were sleeping. And three times it happened. And what did Jesus say? The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Now if I ask you, genuinely if I ask you, what do you think of prayer? Is prayer important? I'm sure every one of you will say, yes, prayer is important. Prayer is powerful. God answers prayer. But when it comes to putting to practice, we find that struggle. We find that, you know, that there is that struggle, that flesh comes into you. That's why Jesus said, the Spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And that's why we need to overcome, you know, that flesh, that keeps us away from prayer. And I'm telling you, when the people of God, the church of God comes together and pray, great things happen. Great things will happen. Amen? You know, there are many revivals that have happened in the past, even present in some nations. It is as a result of prayer. You know, when we make a deliberate attempt to be part of prayer and praying together, and let me tell you, prayer is not boring. Prayer is powerful. You talk to the King of Kings, the Creator of the universe. And not only that, you talk to Him, but He speaks to you. And in His presence, when you go, there is fullness of joy. There is power. When you feel weak, when you feel discouraged, you come into His presence, He fills you. Yeah. with his presence and with his strength. Amen? <laughs> and that's what Nehemiah did in 4 verse 9. says, Nevertheless, we made our prayer to our God. We made our prayer to our God. You know, then worked diligently. The world was drawn together for the people had mind to work. Earlier we saw people didn't have mind to work. They were complaining about the rubbish. They were complaining about, you know, that we have lost strength. They were complaining and they were just speaking negatively about the situation. But here things changed. It says they had mind to work. Church. I want to ask you this, do we have mind to work 
in the kingdom of God in Manchester. And they protected what they built. You know, it says here in verse chapter 4, verse 17, those who build on the wall and those who carry burdens loaded themselves so that with one hand they worked at construction and with the other held a weapon. So can you imagine the situation? They had a weapon on one hand and with one hand they were working. They were on their guard. You know the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 10, 4, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty God for pulling down strongholds. And just the second last thing is, don't let them stop you. Nehemiah 4, 23, so neither I, my brethren, my servants, nor the men of the God who followed me to offer clothes, except that everyone took them off for washing. Yes, they were so busy. They had that goal, they had that task in front of them. And their mind was occupied with that. And they were all working together only for washing their clothes, they took time off. You know, otherwise they were busy. And lastly, we finish what we start. Nehemiah 6.15 says, so the wall was finished in 52 days. You know, just imagine this wall was lying in ruins for years and years and years and years and nobody was doing anything about it. But when everyone came together, worked together in the kingdom of God, when they prayed together, when they took that challenge together, that all these years they couldn't build the wall, but just in 52 days, the wall was built. You know, one word that uh, Alison gave us two weeks back was, if I'm pronouncing it rightly, virginity. You know, it means that quickly it will happen. There's a great increase and it will happen quickly. And I believe God can do work amongst us quickly and greatly. Amen? Amen. If we all work together for His kingdom. Shall we do that in the coming days, months, and years? And again, it's not about me, it's about Him and for His glory. Hallelujah.